0: Hello and welcome to Don't Tell Me What to Do, the Astrology Podcast. I'm Lisa Kiss, your host, and I'm also an astrologer, teacher, and conscious business guide. This podcast is named after one of my favorite sayings and expressions to live your life we're all here to experience life in our own unique ways. So keep listening to explore different views of living life through astrology, business, and personal development as we go through the Zodiac seasons together and with our guests. So hello and welcome back to the podcast. Today I'm here with Mary the owner and founder of Luna Events Canada. I'm not going to attempt to say your last name because I know I'm going to say it wrong. So, um, Do you just want to introduce yourself quickly before I start into all the astrology?
1: Sure. Hi, Lisa. Thank you for having me. Uh, th- my name is Mary Vivalekia and I'm the owner of Luna Events Canada.
0: So Mary and I connected and um, like it, in like May of this year, but like the, the quickness of how we connected and it just flowed so well. It's really cool. I've never had that happen before. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and I've read Mary's chart and everything and yeah, so I'll just get right into that. So you were born on 8-8. That's just, I'm not going to say like any years, but you're born on 8-8, which is like, and you have a thing with the number eight, which is really cool. Um, but your Leo son Libra moon and a Taurus rising. So do you have like, um, like which one you connect to more like your sun moon or Rising, or let you feel in like this stage of life you resonate with more?
1: I do think I connect more with my sun sign, my Leo sign. Um, but I can also see myself like my Taurus, my moon sign in me where I'm very stubborn and I stand my ground. Um, and then I can see my Libra as well. My, um, no, my moon signs, my Libra, my rising signs, my Taurus, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. But I do think I connect more with my Leo,
0: Leo for Leo. sure. Yeah. Um, if you go look at like Mary's uh, Instagram, there's just lots of like colors and creativity and expression. And I feel like that's just very Leo. And I always say this, the picture that's behind you, like no one can see it. But I just love that photo. It's just like colorful and bright and it's very Leo. So thanks.
1: Yeah, there's angels behind me. Okay. Yeah, it's a painting of they're called the harmonic angels or harmony of angels. That's what it's called, this painting. Yeah.
0: And then what else about your chart? Like you have the fifth house stellium too, which is very Leo, but then it's the sixth house stellium, which is very like. Um, Virgo organization details work Um, and then my new thing is the midheaven program so like your midheaven is in uh, Capricorn which is like like structures and work and very hard work and like dedicated to what you're doing and I always look to like the ruler of the midheavens so your midheaven ruler is Saturn which is like in your first house conjunct like right on top of your ascendant Mm-hmm. so I don't think I looked at this with your reading I always see something new when I look at charts and it's almost like the Saturn in in Taurus but it's in the first house but it rules your midheaven so like I feel like entrepreneurship might just feel very natural for you to take the lead and do it yourself because your Saturn's in that first house of leadership which is ruling your career
1: mm-hmm. that makes sense yeah Yeah, I do find, uh, entrepreneurship, um, yeah, it doesn't come easy, but it feels like I was born to be that in a way.
0: Yeah. You want to share with everyone your like career journey? Cause I know you did like some other stuff and then yoga studio and then how you kind of got to you are now.
1: Yeah. Um, I started in corporate, uh, and I was in corporate for probably 20 years, um, And then I just came to a realization in corporate that I did not want to be there anymore. It was very negative. And I just want, I just felt like I needed to do something more. I felt like I was being drawn to do something more. So uh, I took my yoga teacher training course, um, became a yoga teacher. Um, And it's funny because when I was a child, when I was like probably about 12, 13, I always thought, you know, I want to open up like a healing space so I could help heal people. I always had that kind of dream in the background of my mind And when I became a yoga teacher, that's kind of where it led me. So I started as a yoga teacher and then I opened up my own yoga studio in Mississauga called Yoga City. Um, And I was there for about five and a half years. And within the Yoga City, I also opened up White Light Wellness Center, which is my holistic practice that I do on the side as well. Um, So yoga kind of... um, it was like, I mean, like how I teach it, it's a journey. It's always a journey. It will always be a journey and it's different for everyone, everyone. So for me, it was, you know, opening up that yoga studio and then, you know, um, branching off into more of the healing of the crystals and the Reiki of energy work. Um, And then, and then just suddenly I decided, well, not suddenly, I kind of, I think I started to lose myself with my, Practiced with my yoga teacher with my yoga studio, and um, I was working so much because that's what happens when you own a business. You're constantly working um, to be successful, you know, to make sure you're paying your bills, your employees, and everything like that. So I was basically working for everyone else, um, and that's when I decided to just shut it down. So it was a very hard decision to make, but I'm glad I did it, and it was a blessing in disguise because then I was able to still continue my yoga teacher. Uh, training portion of the studio with me here in Guelph and, um, open up my own healing practice. And then everything just opened up to Luna events where I could slowly start helping other entrepreneurs shine their light and help them, uh, get more recognized in the, in their communities as well. So, yeah, I guess I've been an entrepreneur my whole life in my heart and in my soul. Um, and it led me to where I am today, which I really love where I am today.
0: Yeah. And if I'm going to link to all your stuff in the, okay. in the show notes, yeah, but thank you. Um, like something that's cool, everyone should go look at Mary's YTT program because it includes the Reiki. And yeah. I think that's genius. I've already told her this because yeah. when I did my YTT, like a year, a year ish later, I got my Reiki one and two. And it's like, I don't know. I feel like packaging it together makes so much sense. Like, cause it's it like you just build and you just go deeper with everything.
1: Right. Yeah. Cause you're just built and it. kind I think for me, yoga just guided me into all these other healing modalities. Um, and, you know, even when I teach the yoga teacher training, I have students before I include, included that as part of the program, you know, my students would ask me all the time about Reiki and about crystals and about um you know, full moon and new moon rituals and things like that. So, and we would talk about it in class because I just love talking about it. Um, And then that's when I decided when I created the new program to add that as a bonus, because it's just eventually that's what you're led. That's what the journey takes you to, right? So why not teach you ahead of time? So you kind of know what to do, just the basics, right? And then you can start adding that as a yoga teacher in your practice, because students love it students come for that as well people need that I think anyways
0: yeah sometimes I find well at least me like I'm a certified yoga teacher but I don't actually teach yoga I do other things and I feel like that's like what happens to a lot of people but it does take you down a path of like conscious awareness Mm -hmm. like it it almost like it starts with yoga for like a lot of people
1: yeah absolutely absolutely yeah it's beautiful
0: I also just have to say the way you you always describe Luna Vents with the shining the light and like helping others be recognized. It's Mm -hmm. so Leo, like, it's just such a Leo thing. Like you wanting to, you know so I always just have to say that, but yeah. Thanks, yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and then I I just, this is where I just want to go in and be like, it's almost like you have to, but as a Leo, it's that shyness where you don't want to, like, show your face as much, but you want to, like, share what other people are doing. It's very. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's me. That's totally me. Like, I like to be behind the scenes, you know. But, yet I want to, like, let everyone shine and help them shine and just, it just makes me happy. Like, I just, I, my, my light shines even more when I see that, I think, anyways, for me.
0: Yeah, so we have to like debunk all of those memes about Leo's wanting attention and being in the spotlight.
1: Yeah, yeah, (laughs) I'm totally not that Leo.
0: (laughs) Okay, so do you want to share how you got into doing your first market and why you decided, okay, I want to open up Luna Events, all about markets to get people. And like, just so everyone knows, I'm doing my first market on September 18th. So like, that's exciting. Mm -hmm. Um, I've never done a market before. I'm like excited and nervous and everything, but I'll link to um, your event break with all the markets for the rest of the year.
1: Perfect, thank you. Yeah, 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 you're gonna love it. You're gonna love it, Lisa. It's scary at first, it was scary for me too when I first did it, Um, but you'll love it. It's so much fun, it's so much fun. Um, I forgot to mention in my corporate life, I was an event planner. So that's why I think Luna Events kind of comes easier for me because I already have that organizational um, drive for events within already. So, um, yeah. So how did Luna Events come about? Okay, how did we, how did, okay, so interesting story. So when I closed down my yoga studio, I didn't know what I was gonna do with myself. Um, so I was nervous cause I didn't wanna go back to corporate. I was very, had a lot of anxiety around corporate and I didn't wanna go back. Um, I still had some students uh, enrolled in the yoga teacher training program. So I started to rent space here in Guelph so I could continue teaching them cause I had closed kind of in, in halfway through their course. Um, and then I had students in Guelph and I had students in Mississauga. So I was renting places in both. So I'm still doing that. Um, and then I was like, what else am I going to do? So, um, I was creating and designing like crystal jewelry and, um, uh, crystal kind of alchemy stuff as well. And my holistic products and my holistic offerings. So I wanted to get myself out there. So I thought I'd become a vendor at like a holistic market or some kind of market just to get myself out there and network. Never done one before. I was very nervous. Um, and then I, I started with one event company. I'm not going to mention the name. And um, I went to the first market. It was terrible. It was, terrible. It was a market. It was like uh, the demographic was not the kind of people that were interested in crystals or healing. It was just very different. It was more like a craft show. So that was my first experience. Um, and then I signed up for a few more with her. And she started canceling them. And as she was cancelling them, she wasn't giving anyone their, their refunds. She would actually cancel up to the day before. And we would get all, like, I would work very hard to get my product ready and created. Um, and then she would cancel and then not refund us. Later, I found out that she was a scammer. And this is what she was doing to a lot of vendors, which very which upset me a lot. Because one, she took $300 from me. And then I was thinking, how much is she's taking from all these other vendors who have no clue, right? Um I found out she was taking over hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars from vendors. And she was they had like a Facebook page and everything, like a secret page so they could kind of track her and report her to the police and all this stuff. So as I was going through all this and learning all this about this person, I was like, you know, wait a minute, I'm an event planner. <laughs> I can plan events and better than she can, right? And I would be, not to be egotistical or Leo, um, I just thought that I would be, because I'm very highly organized and very anal with my organizational skills and all of that stuff. And I thought, well, maybe I could do it better and help people out and not get scammed, like make sure people don't get scammed. Um, So basically I thank her in a way for kind of pushing me into that direction um because that's when I thought about it and I was like okay I can do this and I talked to my partner and he's like yeah you you can absolutely do this and that's basically how Luna Events was born and I didn't know what to call it and I have a dog named Luna and I just loved how Luna Events kind of flowed for me and it was very mystical as well because that's what I'm all about so within a month that's what happened that's how Luna Events was uh, born came to life
0: yeah, and then I have to bring up the North Node and Pisces in your chart, because I always, I like kept saying like the word mystical to you, like mystical, yes. it just, I would kept, keep saying it, it just kept coming up, and then I'm like, oh, your North Node's in Pisces, you have to like go to the mystical, and then you just said you're like very, very organized and everything, the South Node in Virgo, so like you're just born to be organized and like efficient.
1: Yeah, which can drive people crazy sometimes because <laughs> I'm too much like, let's follow this. Let's do this. Let's do that. Now I'm doing what you were doing. Do you yeah, I was, what just, I was just about to say that. that? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and I was always like that even, you know, younger when I would plan, you know, road trips and stuff. People would always say, Mary, you plan it because you're good at planning. And then I would plan it and they would never show up on time or they wouldn't do this or this or this. And I would get really upset. Um but I've learned to not be like that and just let it let that stuff go because it's not important. But, yeah, I do love the markets, though. They're a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. And I have, to, okay, I have to say this for people listening. So Mary and I have opposite North and South nodes. So I'm North Node in Virgo, South Node in Pisces. She's North Node in Pisces, South Node in Virgo. So I just think that's cool, but almost like, um like almost like a balanced thing of like a balancing of it. So like, I'm really sharing the mystical stuff with Mary, but I understand the organization. I bring that into like the work, right? So. Yeah, which
1: I love. I love that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Cause like, I get it. Like I do everything. So I just don't understand how people can't be efficient. It's like, mm-hmm. it mind boggles me. Cause I'm like, why would, well, you're making more work for yourself. Like, yes. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah
0: yeah I'm gonna say something else that left me that happens to me like too often now I don't know why um
1: do you know I was born on the lion's gate as well
0: yes the eight eight yeah
1: yeah isn't that interesting it's interesting to me
0: but yes I think you mentioned that in the reading like looking at yeah. the, the eight yeah. but are you are you life no what's your life path no you're three three life path three three like the master teacher yeah but the three, three, I said, cut. if you flip it, it's like eight, eight, eight. That's seven. right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And three is my favorite number. Isn't that crazy. It's always been since I was a child. Yeah. I never knew why I just liked three 33, anything with three. It was like, yes.
0: <laughs> I've been seeing, like, I'm that person that looks at like, um, license plates, like to mm-hmm. see the trip. Yeah. And like, um, in Hamilton, there's like all these Hill access points. And like, literally I was going down one and, the People coming up, it was like 111 then 777. And here's the thing like, some people have told me you're looking for it, so you're seeing it. And I'm like, yeah. how many people have triple license plate and they come up a hill 111 777? Yeah. Yeah. How the heck is that a thing? Yeah. So, but I have been seeing 888 more, and I find yeah. that 888 is like the rarest one to see. It
1: like, is the first one, TV
0: yes, when I'm like searching for it is one.
1: for me too, yeah yeah
0: yeah I think one day I saw all of them except 222 and I was like yeah. I wonder what that means so
1: yeah that's pretty interesting I've had that happen too yeah they just have lots of messages for us
0: yeah like in this neighborhood that I'm in like it's three streets over there's a car that's 222 but then where I lived before like with my family like there was a, a, a house that had 999 and I always was like, oh, I'm completed in this neighborhood. I must move on. And now I moved into a neighborhood that has a 222. And I'm like, okay, well, oh, what does that mean? Right? Wow. So.
1: That's interesting. That's funny.
0: Most people would be like, okay, that's not like, and I'm like, no, I think that's a thing. It's like a sign.
1: I do. Yeah, I agree with you. It is a thing. Yeah. Yeah that's how they communicate with me. And I, most of the time I don't even look for it. It's just, I happen to look up and there it is on the license plate. I'm like, what the heck? And then I'll look at another license plate down the road and just be, you know, pull up behind it. It's the same number. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is like, they're trying to tell me something.
0: I don't drive, but if I like got a car, I would try to get a triple number license plate just because.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I know I feel those people who have those triple number license plates I'm like there's a message there for you obviously that you got it but I'm sure they don't even clue into what it means you know for me I'd be like you I'd be so happy if I got a triple number license I got 333 or 888 I'd be like oh my god (laughs) thank you.
0: I find that even some people, they don't realize that the other ones mean something besides 777 because people say like lucky number seven or whatever, but I don't know. That one's not my favorite out of them. Really? 777? No, I think 111 is my favorite. 111?
1: Mine, I would have to say is 333. 666 bothers me.
0: I have read that like it it just means you need balance or something.
1: Yeah, you need balance, but you also, it's just a a reminder to make, to help you remember to think positive as well, which makes sense, right? Because success is kind of like a negative.
0: Yeah, there's not nice things associated No,
1: right? So when I read it, I was like, okay, that makes sense to just remind me to think positive. I don't see it often, uh, but that's the one, that's the least one I like. I don't like that one at all.
0: Yeah. Whenever I see it, I get kind of freaked out or yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. but there really doesn't mean anything
1: bad at all. Right.
0: But I have seen cars with that before. And I just think I would ask for a new license plate. Yeah. Number two.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah.
0: yeah. So out of All the things that you would do and offer, because I know you have a lot of different things. Do you have a favorite or you can't pick a favorite? Um, like between like Reiki or like making the jewelry or the crystal healing or the markets? Could you pick one or no?
1: Well, if I'm going to be honest, it'd probably be the markets. And I love it because of the energy. And I love it because I love the work. I love love organizing. I love planning. I love, you know, like I can't wait for the October 28th uh, Wicked Witches uh, Night Market in Guelph. Cause that one's going to be a lot of fun and it's going to be Halloween. So I get to, I want to spook everybody out, but at the same time, have fun. So that kind of stuff gets me excited. I love it. It's fun. But also the energy and the people I meet and the vendors I work with and the amount of light that shines. And I get that, you know, it's funny cause I'll be at my market and people will come up to me and say like, wow, there's such great energy here. And everyone's just glowing and it's like holy crap that's really cool that people see that like vendors see it guests see it so it's nice that they come up to me and tell me that so yeah it just makes me shine brighter I think
0: I think it's I haven't experienced a market yet but I'm excited to and I feel like it's just like the authenticity behind it like you 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 actually care about what you're doing. Like you have an intention and purpose behind it. And like, which is good. I feel like if everybody likes what they were doing, the world would be a happier place. And that's Absolutely. why That's why my new offerings are career-based because I'm like, even if it's not like you don't want to start a business, which I do believe everyone should like have something they do on the side. So like yeah. it, it's empowering. It can fuel your creativity. Absolutely, yeah. But even if you can't do that, you should be at least in a job where you like what you're doing or you're good at what you're doing. Like, mm-hmm. cause yeah, that's why sometimes yeah. I think the world is so like, you're like the 40 hour work week, I could go on about why it's not effective, but if you're going to have to work 40 hours, it should be something that you like, like doing. But,
1: right. It's supposed to shine your light, not dim your light.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. And a lot of careers do that to a lot of people, mm-hmm. which is what it was doing to me. So, that's so why I had to get out. yeah yeah the markets are fun I can't wait for you to experience it I don't know how the September 18th one will be because it's outdoors so it's a little different vibe it's still fun but it's just different and we're in a big space but the indoor ones um are a lot of fun especially when it's a sip and shop (laughs) people have a lot of fun that was the last one we did uh the summer summer midsummer night market mystical market we had a sip and shop there and it was uh, purple sangria and everyone loved it. Everyone was walking around and everyone was having fun. I think the alcohol kind of loosens you up a little bit. I don't know. It was yeah. fun.
0: Are you going to do more sip and shops Like the next yeah.
1: one? Yeah. The next one's for the, uh, the wicked witch, which is the wicked witch night market. Um, I'm going to have like a little, I'm going to have a bar that says the witch's brew bar. I think something mm-hmm. like that. And I'm going to have a couple of signature drinks there that people can, can purchase. It's just fun. Yeah. So I'm thinking of doing that just at my night markets whenever I host them.
0: Okay. Yeah. I'm doing the September 18th, October 28th, November 27th. I don't know the names of them, but I know the dates.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So you're doing the September 18th is, um, I called it a self-love market, but it's a self-love witchy type of market because it's a lot of witchy type of vendors as well, tarot readers and and astrologers like yourself. Um, The one in October is the Wicked Witches Night In or the Wicked Witches Night Market. Um, The one in November 27th, on November 27th, that's the psychic and crystal market. I'm excited about that one. Um, And then there's a couple of holiday ones in December. I think you're doing one of them in December. i don't know if it was the night market or if it was the holly jolly um christmas market which is during the day on a sunday i can't remember (laughs) i know you're doing one of them that's for sure so yeah and then next year i'm already almost booked for all of next year i can't wait but i want to do like a fairy theme next year i think that would be fun yeah you mm-hmm.
0: Have it set where it's like two markets a month. I remember you saying that was a goal.
1: That's what I'm hoping. Yeah, that's I'm trying to get to that. Yeah. So far, it looks like it. Uh, but yeah, so that's what I'm. That's my goal: two markets a month. So
0: 24 markets. Oh my god. Yeah, in
1: different cities. Yeah, different we'll see.
0: Cities? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, not
1: all in Guelph. <clears throat> no, I'm doing uh, Guelph, Fergus. So Guelph, Fergus, Rockwood, Mississauga. And i'm still looking at a few other cities i'm going to do one in kitchener or cambridge um i know a few vendors have asked me to go to niagara falls and host one there it's quite far but we'll see yeah there's a few more cities i want to look into
0: yeah it, I feel like even by like expanding cities like you're reaching like more people more and then people, yeah. more people are given the opportunity to share what they're doing so
1: yeah. And a lot of the people who like to attend some can't attend in Guelph or Mississauga. So I've had emails saying, can you please do one in Kitchener okay. <laughs> kind of thing? Cause I can't get to Guelph, you know, some people just don't drive or just can't get there. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm excited.
0: I will <clears throat> link to everything, but I will say if anybody is in southern Ontario and the cities we mentioned are near and you have a business that has products or even services like because I'm going to yep. be doing readings yeah I'm also going to have my like little some products but my main focus is the readings yeah so yeah to email Mary about being a vendor because yeah and then a lot of fun mm-hmm, yeah you'll see me like on like share my stories that I'm like coming and like and my, I'll document the whole experience of it. Do something fun and creative with it. But yeah, do it. That
1: would be fun.
0: I'm just in the process of figuring out who is going to come with me to uh, like man the the crystals while I'm doing the reading. Yeah. yeah, and there's four people I'm going to ask, but I don't. I don't even. I, I'm almost thinking like, which person do I want there helping me because their energy will affect my energy.
1: <laughs> right. That too. Yes. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Also for any vendors listening, um, if you are listening or wanting to be a vendor, it's not always about, I mean, markets are great when you make money and we do make money, but sometimes it's all about networking. That's really important as well.
0: Yeah. Like I'm, I'm excited to meet the other vendors there as a vendor. Yeah. You know, it's
1: so successful and amazing when it's even just the networking portion of the market, because that's so important and you make such great connections. It's, it's, it's a beautiful experience. Yeah,
0: I feel like it's my goal this year to collaborate more with businesses, like as yeah. so like helping them like create astro content or horoscopes. So I feel like there's potentially someone at the market who maybe needs an astrologer to help them with that stuff. So that's yeah, like, you
1: never know. Right. Yeah. yeah. You just never know. And it's, there's so many opportunities I think. And to collaborate and, um, yeah, and just work together and to help each other shine and rise higher. Right. Um, I'm a big supporter of women rising, um, anyone really, but mostly most centers I find are women anyways. Um, but yeah, I'm a big supporter of that. And I think that's really important that we just support each other and build each other up.
0: Are there a lot of men that come to the markets or no, it's mostly women
1: like as vendors or just as guests,
0: guests or vendors. I do have,
1: it's mostly women. I would have to say, I'd say probably 10% are men, the rest are women. Um, And then for the men, there's lots of men that show up with their spouse with, or they just come with their kids. There's a lot of single men that show up with friends. Yeah. There's a lot. It's interesting.
0: Cause my, I was thinking of asking my brother to help me, but I don't want him to feel like it's like a,
1: no, no. There's a lot of men there helping their, their partners, okay. their sisters, their friends. There's lots of men there at the booths helping out, uh, but they're not an actual vendor vendor. Yeah. Okay. There's only a few that I have that are actual vendors. It's mostly women, but there are men there helping everyone out. Yeah. That's no problem. Yeah. He'll have fun
0: he has a Scorpio moon so he's very intuitive so I'm, I'm contemplating having him come to the outdoor market because I don't know the energy you say is like it's good but I don't want him to just feel overwhelmed by the abundance of people and it's almost like different energies like that he he'll pick up in the indoor space but I don't it's know
1: it's probably better for him to start at the September 18th market okay. because it's such a big space even if it's packed or busy or whatever you want to call it it's not going to look like that because it's such a big space like if you this baseball diamond is huge and it's a wind tunnel too so be warned it's a wind tunnel (laughs) it's a lot of fun so he won't be overwhelmed because it won't be like an indoor market where there's like hundreds and hundreds of people all in that space it'll look a little different even if there are hundreds of people in the on the baseball diamond, you won't even see that or feel that because it's so big.
0: Okay. And then to end off, is there like one or two tips you would give to people who are starting markets? I know you have a guide and I can link mm-hmm. the guide so people can get them this local market guide, but are there like one to two tips you want to share for people who maybe are experienced at going to markets or they've like never tried it out and they're maybe thinking it's for them.
1: Well, I think if you are new to the market um, world as a vendor, I think you should just do it. Don't just hold back. And, you know, I know it's scary, um, but I think you should just do it because it is a lot of fun. And like I said, it's not about making money all the time. It's about networking. And I think that's really important to think a lot because even I went in thinking oh I'm gonna make money because I need money <laughs> and then when I didn't make money I didn't even make my table back at some of those the first very few markets I started it was very upsetting because I put a lot of expectations so don't do that to yourself just see it as a networking um, uh, possibility and opportunity because that's what it is and then eventually you will make money um, and just have fun and just um, Oh, make sure you always have business cards.
0: I still have to get mine printed. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Make sure you have your business cards. Because if you want to make this a career, because a lot of vendors do make this a career. It's how they make, they live, they pay their bills, is through going to, is going to markets. Make sure you have your business cards so they can reach you if they need to. Or if you have a store, it has all that information on there, your Instagram, so they can follow you. Um, That's really important. Really important to have at the beginning always to always have business cards never mind yeah always
0: it's such a simple thing because like when I go with my mom she always will grab cards and when you were like have business cards I was like oh yeah there are the card people that are going to take the card and I'm like oh yeah yeah
1: they just come up and say can I have a business card okay sure here they're not buying anything they just want my business card so yeah and, if, and I don't know if I'll ever hear from them, but it's just, you, you never know. Maybe they'll hang on to it for a year and then reach out. You don't know. Or they'll follow you because they'll be like, okay, I'm going to go into the next market that, that she's at. And I've had a lot of people tell me that too. I follow you and I just see where you're going and I just come and I come see you. And sometimes they don't buy nothing and they just chat with me. They just want to chat. It's kind of nice. Like you have like a fan. <laughs> it's kind of cute. <laughs>
0: So I think is that Do we cover everything
1: um I think so this was fun
0: yeah
1: very fun and relaxing I thought I would be like nervous but it's actually quite fun
0: okay so thank you I don't know if you want me to leave thank that part in saying it. <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay so thank you and like all the links will be below to follow Mary and all of all of her accounts when I when I like saw that you did like a bunch of different things I was like I like this lady. I'm gonna get along with her because I'm like the same. I have multiple things going on because it's boring to just have one thing going on. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I love it. I get and I I mean, I'm sure you feel the same way. It's like you get to do everything you love, right? And then you get to share that with everyone, the whole world. It's nice, it's fun.
0: Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I'd love to hear from you on Instagram or by leaving a rating or review. It would also mean the world to me if you subscribe to this podcast, if you enjoy today's episode. If you'd like to support the podcast and continue to discover the Don't Tell Me What to Do vibration, there are three different ways you can keep listening to these podcast episodes that I put out weekly you can also purchase the subscription version of the podcast which is new for exclusive episodes or you can purchase my book which has the exact same name as this podcast so with so much love and gratitude see you very very soon in the next episode